got a t-shirt with bloodstains all over it, maybe laundry isn't your biggest problem right now. <laughs> I remember the day the candle shop burned down. Everybody just stood around and sang happy birthday. And a security guard came over and said, you're gonna have to move, you're blocking the fire exit. As though if there was a fire, I wasn't gonna run. <laughs> You make love to the right woman. Johnny is beautiful, beautiful. I mean, the last time I made love to my wife, it was ridiculous. <laughs> Nothing was happening. I looked her, I saw what's the matter. Can't you think of anyone either? <laughs> I never learn, you know? Like a waitress will bring my meal. Hey, enjoy your meal, you too! But you don't have one, do you? I'm a doofus! If you do eat, enjoy when you eat it. If you have a break or something later, if you get an opportunity, that's all I'm trying to say. That's all that I'm driving at, really. Hello, welcome to Comedy Think Tanked, a podcast with Leonard Kimball and Nick Gordon, two comedians who know how to take a drink and have a thought. Sit back, get comfortable, and enjoy. Now, whether they're ready or not, here's your hosts, Leonard and Nick. Uh, hello, uh, Leonard, and welcome to our listeners. Uh, another episode of Comedy Think Tanked, uh, the podcast that talks to comedians so you don't have to. Oh, yes. Hey, like we, have a, we actually have a motto, right? Yeah, that's it. Cool. Is that it? I think so, sure. I got to trademark that. You put it on the website. Yeah, I got to go grab that domain name. <laughs> <laughs> Running gag. <laughs> <laughs> Someday, though, one of those is going to be worth money. I think so. I hope so. I hope so, too. I hope so. Uh, how you doing? How you been? Uh, good, Nick. How are you? Excellent. Um, I'm, I'm very happy that we get to uh, spend our Saturdays recording podcasts. In my garage. In your garage. In the upper level. Yeah. That's when you know you've garage. made it. Oh, yeah. When your garage is an upper level with a bunch of ex- exposed nails mm-hmm. and cardboard boxes that you probably should have gotten rid of 12 years ago. Yeah, a stuffed unicorn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have no idea where that's from. There's like a huge stuffed unicorn. Not stuffed as opposed to a real uni- unicorn, but there's <laughs> there's, a, there's a huge unicorn uh, in my upper garage. And yeah, somebody wanted at a at a fair or a festival of some sort and... I think if, if it came, if it was yours, you would know because you would have had to been the one to carry it around the rest of the day. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or right. like if it was something like from my youth and I've just been traveling with it for yeah. like you know, the last 40 years and I don't want to get rid of it. Like it's a matchbox collection or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. have a few of those things that I really would like to get rid of. Just <laughs> things that I've moved from different places and I've had since childhood that it's like, I got to get rid of this. This is so stupid. I, I recently ran into a... Um, a report card that I had from like second grade. Oh wow! Yeah, and and I'm like, I, I can't, I can't get rid of it. I can't, I can't throw it away. I can't. Interesting. What? what why though? Why is that? Why I don't can't know. You let go. I don't know. I don't know. It's like because I need to be able to 
show this to my great grandkids, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Look, yeah. I was really good at writing. <laughs> yeah. They're like, what the hell is a report card? Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's on your phone, Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> my grades get beamed into my skull. Why do you have a piece of paper? <laughs> you have a you have a very uh uh, enthusiastic outlook on the future. <laughs> <laughs> Technology leaps, you know, it happens. Oh, so. sure does. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh-huh. I mean, look what we're doing right now. I don't even, what are we doing right I now? I don't, I have no idea. I have oh. no idea. You know, what we did do is we interviewed uh, Dennis Fogg. Yes. And uh, I really like that guy. Yeah, he's a, he's a great guy. Yeah, I, I call him legendary. Do right, you, and he was like, he was like, you know, you know, overly, he's humble about overly it. Overly but... modest about it. Like, yeah. yeah, you've been doing it for 30 years and people look up to you and you've got you know, over an hour and, and a half of material. Of good material. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, he, he does he does good jokes. He's 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 been around. He, I mean, I I like his jokes. He he's a great guy. He's a nice guy. And yes, I was very happy to talk to him. Yeah. What was the topic we were going to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what 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 comedians? How comedians can adapt or are good at adapting to things. To real life things. Yeah, to real life. Do you yeah. think we're better at adapting to real life things? Uh, well, I, I don't know. I mean, it's it's still weird to call myself a comedian because I've only been doing it three years. But, You're a comedian. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But I, I've, um, I think like there are times when I want to work things out and say things on stage yeah. and maybe they aren't maybe they aren't jokes yet <laughs> yeah yeah uh and so but but verbalizing things i'm thinking about helps mm-hmm. uh you know and i guess in in, uh, in in lieu of going to like a therapist i suppose but like there have been times when i've like over the years i've i've gotten like voice memos on my iphone where i like just randomly record something while i'm driving i do the same thing and i'll just talk through something yep and I'll just I'll just spew for three or four minutes, and then I at the end I go like, I don't know if there's a joke there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if there's a joke there, but that guy cut me off, and I wanted to talk about it. Or uh, oh, I, I go I go deeper. I go longer, and I go deeper. Um, <laughs> hmm, sure. Okay. Is that what you tell yourself? <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, I mean, like I'll drive if I'd have an hour long drive. I've been known uh, to you know, not have the radio on and I will talk to myself for a large portion of that drive about things that are happening in life. And not, not, I don't mean, sometimes I get to where I'm going. I didn't even notice if someone cut me off. Uh huh. Like I, I just, I don't know. It's probably not healthy. Maybe. Eh, I think it's healthy. That's gotta be healthy. Yes. I think it is healthy, but at the same time, it's like, Jesus, you might actually have some real problems. <laughs> well, well, I, I worry about the, the things that I've recorded and, and for for everything I recorded, I probably have listened to like five percent of it. Right. So if you're recording like an hour conversation, are you so do you do you ever actually listen to any of oh, it? Oh, good or? lord, no, no, okay, no. But uh, it's nice to say it out loud, like you say. Yeah. It's it's nice to 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 say out loud. You know, I have this issue. I want to do something about this. What can I do? Try to play with each you know prong of the issue and. And, and see where it takes you and, and that sort of thing. It's, it's nice alone time. And it's forced alone time because you're in the car. You're going somewhere. You have to, you, you know, you don't have a choice. Right. I mean, you have a choice, I guess. You could turn the radio on and just zone out to music or or whatever. Or you can sit there. And, and maybe a lot of other people do this, too, if you and I both do it. I mean, there's got to be others. Yeah. But in an actual an actual comedic uh, atmosphere, a uh, week or so ago, we uh, Mark had it like just a, just a normal, like, open mic mm-hmm. at... Craft Brew on the ground, and 
I had like a, a triple IPA beforehand and <laughs> and Mark and I was like, Wow, this is strong. He's like, Okay, now we're not gonna let you we're not gonna let you go up until you've had two of those. <laughs> and so they didn't call me up on this stage until I was like I was I was definitely drunk. And getting up there and I was like, Okay, uh I got no you know, I got an, an, no I not like I didn't have a filter, but like I could just work on stuff and yeah. I can just say things out loud now. Yeah. And a few things I was saying were like, you know, got a little political and, you know, got into the, some of the COVID stuff. And, and I, at one point I, I look over at Mark and I'm like, there's no punchline there. Right. He's like, yeah, yeah, there's no punchline. <laughs> that's, that's the point though, right? <laughs> you just needed to work out some shit on the, on the microphone. <laughs> I, I, I like that opportunity to be uh -huh. able to just talk and, yeah. and have people listen, you know, and may, maybe some more than others, but, you know, have, have a, have a captive audience yeah. And you can work that issue out. Uh -huh. I, I, I think that might be not the most fun thing about comedy, but mm -hmm. one of them, yeah. right? Mike Gray recorded me and he sent it to me. It's like 14 and a half minutes of me <laughs> rambling, I guess. <laughs> so I haven't even watched it yet. <laughs> but yeah, but I, I bet you'll watch that back and I bet it's pretty good. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, it'll be released on the uh, on the uh, the <laughs> secret Kimball comedy archives someday. <laughs> I, I think it should be released on the River Comics uh, YouTube page immediately. Oh, yeah. oh immediately. <laughs> okay, we'll see. We'll yeah, just, I, just go with it. I have to actually watch it first, just to make yeah, sure I, I didn't I didn't uh, in, insult anybody that I didn't want to didn't didn't intend to insult. <laughs> Are you afraid of insulting people? Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't. I don't. I don't. I. I do want to. I mean, I think there's there's comedy and little jabs at people. Sure. Yeah. But there there are times when I say things to my to my wife, or I'll say things to you when we're mm. not recording that yeah. are insults to people. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like. Yeah. I honestly think that person is blah, yeah. and it is an insult. Yeah. And but it's not for stage. It's not for stage time. Uh. But if I'm on a stage, I will. You know try to say something that's actually funny oh right right, but, right. but not, nothing i ever i don't think anything that i do on stage is actually jabbing it in anyone no, like that, that no. political stuff that i did at, at cbu was like stuff i'd written for the longest time but like yeah. nev never said on a mic yeah, uh, yeah. and so it's I didn't, I didn't quite know how to say those things on the mic and like hey i'm drunk now so maybe now's the time to try to say it and i wish i was there do you remember there being laughter um, well, some, some of it is, it's it, not necessarily at punchlines, mm -hmm. although I did, there were a couple of new jokes cause, cause at, that it was open mic. Um, but there was laughter maybe because people just know me. I see. Yeah. And so, Hey, it's, Hey, it's Leonard. He's, he's got a, a big buzz on stage and this is <laughs> funny to watch. Uh, <laughs> so, so it's a very nice audience, very, very loving audience. So it's a great environment yeah. to do it in. So. That is an idea that has been done where people get drunk or high and then they go do comedy. It's like a, it's like a it's an actual show. Yeah. There is the no material new material show. Okay, I've heard of that. Uh there's also another one where a random topic gets thrown up on a on a on a board or on a screen and the comedian on stage has to now turn to that topic. Oh, and, okay. and try to make jokes about that topic. And then Dennis, uh, just as we were leaving him earlier, uh, came up with an idea about doing a rim shot show where where <laughs> yeah. you know, after each punchline. Yeah. Um so we ha we have a lot of good ideas for different shows that we need to produce uh -huh. uh, going forward. 
And I, I like the idea of us doing more stage time where we have had a couple drinks and yeah. and having it recorded and whatnot uh-huh. and, and seeing where things go. We should do that more often. Very cool. Like like in, in improv, there's like a, a, a lay on, like something you oh. lay onto the person, the, the character or an attribute. Yeah. So if we if we lay on that, like, okay, all the comics are drunk <laughs> or all the comics uh, have to have to talk about this topic that we flash yeah. on the screen or yeah. or they have to there's a name for that shoot I can't remember what it was now but anyway it's yeah it's I think uh, TJ I've seen a, a YouTube video of TJ Miller doing something like that yeah 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 I think you're right okay um, but we, we need to we need to remember to do those things and and, and uh, add those as part of our repertoire producing shows <laughs> yes <laughs> I think that would be fun It'd be really be, it would be a nice uh, nice uh, monkey wrench to throw into the into the um, yeah I don't know what the hell we're making here, but <laughs> oh, we're 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 making uh we're making comedy. We're making talk. Oh comedy. Comedy oh, yeah. comedy history. Comedy think tanked. Yes. History. Oh, you say it so well. That's, I do. That's really good. I try. <laughs> I uh I, I speaking of comedy history, I I I'm getting so good at writing jokes that I write them in my sleep now. <laughs> okay. Last night I was sleeping. Oh bite. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was, I was, just, I, I was writing a joke. I was saying a joke to someone in uh-huh. in, in my sleep. I was dreaming. I was saying a joke. To, I, I don't know who it was. It was like just a face, like a, a just random face. But then remember Christopher Titus, yeah, the comedian. Uh-huh. He came in the room and started screaming his own joke. <laughs> over, like he was, he was, he was drowning me out, and I'm like yelling, you know, Christopher Titus, shut the fuck up! Like I'm trying to tell a new joke. And and like he wouldn't stop, so then I went into the kitchen and started writing the joke down. So I'm literally in my dream writing a joke, and it was a good joke. Wow! And I can't for the life of me remember what the oh. joke was, and it's making me crazy. <laughs> it's like it's I'm several hours removed from this dream, and I'm going nuts over it. This is why you got to keep a composition book next to on the nightstand. But I will e- even in your dream, even in my dream, <laughs> keep a composition book. <laughs> But I woke up. I woke up and I'm like, I can't remember this joke. I, it was a good joke too. Uh, I was laughing in the dream. The person I was saying to was laughing, and then Christopher Titus came in and ruined it. That asshole, Christopher Titus ruins everything. Oh my god! <laughs> By the way, Christopher Titus, we'd love to have you on the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. If you're yeah. available, yeah. Um, have your people reach out to ours. <laughs> what a weird dream. <laughs> I'm the weirdest. Sometimes, uh, <laughs> so you're talking about dreams. Uh, some. I have the weirdest interaction sometimes in my dreams. Um, sometimes I'll dream that I, that I have superpowers because I grew up like reading comic books and watching cartoons like 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 mm-hmm. most kids. Yeah. Um, every time in my in my dreams where I have this the power of flight. Yeah. I, it sucks because I can't, oh. I can't like I can't fly fast. Yeah. And I can't like turn. <laughs> I can't like turn well when I'm flying. It's like it's so lame. It's like if a if an ostrich could f- <laughs> actually <laughs> if an ostrich had like yeah was carrying like a dumbbell or something like that and tr- was trying to fly. That's how my flight is in every single <laughs> one of my <laughs> dreams. And and I can and I realize that I'm in a dream. Yeah. And I'm and I'm just pissed off at myself. Like uh-huh. God damn it! I know I'm in a dream right now. And I can't make myself go faster than this. And I can't turn. So like, you have the ability to con- to try to control your dreams. You're, you're you're at that level of consciousness where you're like, yeah, it's like dreamscape. You yeah. know, remember that movie with Dennis Quaid? Yeah, was it yeah. Dennis Quaid? Uh, maybe, but yeah, we can look that up. But like, I, I can I realize I'm in a dream, and I realize, oh, this is cool. Let me jump off this building and uh, fly. And I'm just like, ooh, 
like a like a like a like a like a bomber just just slowly turning like the bad guys are getting away and i can't <laughs> i can't yeah turn. It, it was uh dennis quaid kate kate capshaw uh-huh. christopher Plummer's in that yeah yeah um i i can fly whenever i want in my dreams oh i can just take off <laughs> And but, you could turn, you could turn on the dime and all that sort of. Stuff. I it's it's short lived. It's not like I don't, you know. Well, who knows how long dreams really last for? I guess, but yeah, maybe somebody does, and they can come on and tell us. But um, yeah, like if I'm just like I'm like, yeah, this is cool dream, whatever. It's like let's go fly, and I'll just fly, I'll, <laughs> I'll just take off and fly, and I feel like I'm I'm on another level of conscious. Maybe I'm not though. Maybe I'm not alone, or maybe we're we're so linked. Um, emotionally intelligently that yeah. <laughs> that we can we're, we're doing that so so you level. you can you realize you're in a dream yeah I, oh. i'm in a dream okay. i'm like i think let's just fly but okay. you're saying the same thing like you say like oh i'll just jump off a building and fly and whatnot it's the same idea uh-huh. so yeah that's interesting yeah but all right let's uh let's go to our interview yeah next so coming up everyone dennis fogg Hello and welcome to the Comedy Think Tank podcast with us, Nick Gordon, me, uh, and Leonard Kimball. Uh, today we have one of Maine's comedic legends, a man who has been entertaining audiences for years, a comedian whose jokes can only be described as solid, the one, the only Dennis Fogg. <laughs> solid, I don't know. Comedian legend, it makes me sound like I'm already dead. <laughs> no, 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 not already, but you know. Yeah, sometimes. You're, you're a legend. You're, <laughs> yeah. you're, you're, you're legend. a legend. Legendary. Oh, don't you think? In my own mind, yeah. <laughs> As far as we're concerned, you're a legend. How's that? Uh, whatever. I guess it's better to surround yourself with people worse off than you. That way <laughs> you feel better better about yourself. No, no. But I, you, do, I do comedy around Leonard and Nick just to just feel so better I can about feel good. Well, I, yeah. That's fine. We can take that. I think we can handle that. Um, so uh, sandals with socks. Yeah, uh, that's what I rock. Always it, have been. Always have been? How long have you been wearing those? Jeez. Um, Ever since they were hip. <laughs> <laughs> so, Which was uh, now yeah. comfortable. Yeah. Though? Ever since I get to the point where I've been married so long, it's about <laughs> comfort instead of style. You know, it's, it's, it is what it is. That's very fair. Yep. Yep. Mm. That's very fair. And in my defense, they're, they're Keens. They're very expensive sandals. <laughs> you know, it's not, like, it's not like I'm wearing the flip-flops. That's you know, true. That's a good point. So you, you rock those rain or shine? No. This is Maine. You okay. Know. <laughs> No, there's at least a month. There's a month where I wear real shoes. <laughs> okay, cool. L.O. Right. Bean boots, or is it is it anything specific? Or usually stick with Keens. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. You're, All right. You're, you're brand loyal. That's good. Nah. <laughs> All right. Listen I up. I hate Keen. change. <laughs> listen up, Keen. We need a podcast sponsor. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, appreciate you being here. Um, had a little trouble getting here uh, yesterday. Uh, flat tire. What's, well, you, what's worse? I don't know. You know, you, you know you're getting old when you have trouble with a flat tire. You know, it used to be, oh, flat tire, big deal, jump out there, bang, you know, jam. But everything's so complicated. They make the jacks. They make everything so complicated. Yeah. And the last guy who puts on the lug nuts, it ought to be kicked right, <laughs> right, right in his lug nuts, you know? He, he always puts them on the tightest. Why are they going to put them on the tightest? It's, like, it's ridiculous. It's, you, it's stand out, you stand there bouncing on the... On the, on the you know the tire jack just to open it up it's crazy my my father told me uh, he he pulled out one of those uh tire iron things it was four like, star it was, yep. yeah it was, a, it was humongous he's like if if there's anything any, ever anything in this world that you need to buy it's one of these yeah. and i'm oh, like really? dad i'm 18 years old like what the hell are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> give me some better advice than this <laughs> 
Now it's uh, get triple A. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a triple A. I cannot imagine what I would do if I had to change my own tire. It'd, it'd, it'd be it'd be awful, awful. Well, it was a perfect day for it too, and I was in a perfect spot, a nice level ground. It was everything was great. So it was all. It's not like you know I was laying down in the middle of the road with my you know legs getting run over by cop cars. We weren't on the highway in, yeah. in the middle of uh, heavy heavy traffic. So. so you changed it all by yourself. Oh, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 okay. No, I, I, I did what most dads do. I called my son. Okay. <laughs> and he came over and I showed him how to do it. Uh. <laughs> Let him get sweaty and dirty. Yeah. But he learned. Okay. He learned. That's That's good. Good. You know, it's That's all about a, learning. It's a good life lesson for him. Yeah. That's good. You're a good dad. <laughs> yep. how, many, uh, how many years have you been doing comedy? I, I I feel like I've it, it's it's been a it's been a while. I, I started at the uh, the Comedy Connection in Portland, yep. and that was probably about maybe twenty five, maybe years go by, maybe even thirty years ago. No kidding! Wow! Okay! Yep. Wow! You know, that's why I figure if you like write one joke a year, you stick around <laughs> long enough, you got a, you got a set. You, you got know? a pretty good set. <laughs> I, I I like your set. You're you're one of those guys that I I I know what's coming next, but I still love it. I still I, I know the punchline, but it's like I I, lo- I can't wait to hear you say it. it it's weird because some people think it's like random, but it actually has to have a you know what comes next and what comes after that. You know, and it's it's, it's crazy. If I get off track, it's 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 bad. So you've set oh. your setup so that you have a joke that goes into the next, goes into right, the, which yeah. reminds me of one, which reminds me of the next, and stuff like That's that. That's how you remember. Oh, okay. So I don't feel so so bad when I do that for for my set. Like I I've got a story that I'm sort of telling, and that leads into this, and and it's gotten to the point where I I tell one joke, and that reminds me of the next joke. Right. Okay. And I used to think, oh, well, you know, people, but people don't catch on. There are different people who see you all the time. So, you know, you're at a great stage where you just keep, you can, you can say the things and it moves right smoothly into the next one. And that's pretty cool. Yeah. Because jumping around is tough. So you have to almost have to have it strung all together. Because I've written jokes that never made the string. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like they're great jokes, but they, yeah. they never fit in and they just can't no. seem to fit them in. They so. just stayed on the bench. Yeah. Okay. They just stayed on the bench. Yeah. So, so, do you have a process though, where you're sitting and writing them, and you're thinking? You know, like, obviously, I think we all keep notes during the day or during the week, months, years, and 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 you know. But do you ever sit down and like actually try to insert these things, or do you just kind of like they just float away after a while? Uh, I write down, I write down a lot of stuff. I have those composition books. I don't yeah. mean to sound old, but I have actually <laughs> composition books with no, each people year, use those. which each year, and it's you know it's on my thing, and I go through every now and then and whiz through and see which ones are. Either can be updated or changed or stuff like that. But, yeah, but it's weird because I don't. I used to force myself to write. Yeah, but now it's either it comes to me or or it doesn't come to me. And then once it does, then I start to slowly write it down. But yeah. it, it's weird. And then you go to a you go to an open mic and you try it. And if Leonard laughs a little bit, then maybe you can adjust it because <laughs> he doesn't matter. It's all about Mark. <laughs> Fair point. Yeah. But you know what I mean, yeah. you, you know, you, and then you find out that it's a good joke, but I got no place for it. Yeah, it just doesn't fit. And, yeah. and, and when you go actually do a set, when you when you're performing, you know, in a show, you don't remember it, and no. it's not there, so it doesn't, and it never yeah. actually makes it. I've also done. I've got to the point before where I've I said I, I'm, you know, I've got a whole set. I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm just going to put it away. Yeah. And right. then I go and do another show, and the people come up to me and go, you know. I came here to hear this, right? You know, I wanted to hear. I wanted to hear. You know, and it's like, oh. ah, so it, it's tough. You got to. You can't throw the whole thing away. You've got to mix it up. You've got to. Yeah, yeah. 
about know. how much time do you think you have right now? Like, if, if someone said do everything, what, what do you think you'd be able to do? Maybe about an hour 20, hour 30. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's incredible. We, yeah, but it's one of those things where I'll actually have to look yeah. at a list after about 30 to 40. Yeah. But still, yeah. that's pretty good. And then what I do is I write one word that reminds me. Yeah. You know, basically start talking about this. Or, yeah. Uh-huh. Do you have them broken up into sections? Like, does, does each part have its own section that you you know goes, you know, like, this is 10 minutes, this is 10 minutes, this is 10 minutes, or? Yeah, usually. A pro- yeah. You know, it's one of those things. And also, if you if you go into one section, you basically can't go into the other section, so you have to. Right, you know, right. It's hard to mix and match. Mm-hmm. So I, I usually choose which way I want to go before I get on stage. Did you start performing at the Comedy Connection? I actually went to a place with my wife. And uh, it was at uh, Point Sebago. I don't know if you know where Point yeah. Sebago is. And they had like oh. a amateur comedy thing there. Yeah. Nobody actually showed up. And I just sat there. And I told my wife, I said, you know, I could probably do this. And she oh. told me, she goes, well, don't come back in 30 years and say that, you know. I wish I had. Right. Just right, either, right. either do this or don't. And she just assumed I'd get it out of my system within a, you know, couple of months. <laughs> and then I started, I enjoyed it, told a couple jokes. And then, uh. I started hanging out at the Comedy Connection. I, I had a friend who worked there, uh, Bob Marley's dad, Robert Marley. Yeah. And he worked the door, and he got me in and just started sliding in like that. Nice, nice. Cool. So you, you, you perform there with, obviously, Bob and yep. you know, all the other people that have come through there. What are, you, what are your memories of the Comedy Connection? Because I got to go. I never actually got to perform there, but I got to watch comedy there. And it, It's funny that it gets bigger the longer it's been gone. Because it was an actually small place. It, yeah. It, you know, it, it, we crammed in about 100, 120 people in a, you know, a little tiny, tiny place. And okay. They had to wait outside, stuff like that, line up. And, yeah. And they were great nights, and there were nights where there was four people. I've heard yeah. from other people that that was one of, the, one of the best rooms ever to perform in, but... It, it, was, it, was, it was crazy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Have, what other places have you performed uh, over the years? A lot of... Uh, Foreign legions, <laughs> elks clubs, stuff like that. I, I basically anything that's around the area. I've, I've, I've done. Yeah. I've been at the Augusta Civic Center. We did Aura. I did. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I've been down to uh, Great Woods. We did Foxwoods. I did. It's been a long time, you know. Yeah. I've Just been to trying. Florida, Atlanta. Nice. Never. Been, well, I was in. Uh, Canada one time, so I guess I am international. International, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> but that, they... but that was when you could get over to Canada with just your ID. Yeah. Okay. Now you need a passport and yeah. vaccine and the whole first night. first born and stuff like that. <laughs> and a good joke. And yeah. a good joke. <laughs> I never would have made it then. No. <laughs> but but the re- main reason I stuck in is it's like I don't bowl. I don't play darts. Yeah. And and it's a great way. It's it's you know, it, it's like a club with us guys. I know people now that I know, I never would have known without doing this. And it's got nothing to do with cuz stage is the greatest time ever when you're on stage, but right. all the other stuff is you have to you have to learn to like that because there's a lot of drama, there's a lot of things that go on and and yeah. to stick around a while, you got to watch people come and go and cuz yeah. everybody does it for different reasons. Right. It's pretty interesting cuz 
people think they do it for this reason, but really they're just trying to meet people. And when they meet people, they're done. You know, it's just, it's They, it's they made their friend and they, you know, mm-hmm. they start a podcast and then all of a sudden they're in the yep. garage. <laughs> <laughs> and it's no longer about stage time. It's, it's about something bigger. So yeah, over, over that, over the course of 25, 30 years, I mean, you've, you've seen people come. Has there anybody, has there been anybody that you've seen come and go that was good, that could have been something and, and they, they fizzled out along the way and, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I guess you see a lot. You see, I, you know, I had a lot of friends, not a lot because I don't, you know, I don't have friends, but I, you know, <laughs> I had a lot of uh, comedy friends where you see that uh, would do it to meet people. And when they met that special person or they got engaged or they did whatever, they, and, you know, basically that was, you know, that was what they were in it for. And so they were done. But I also, uh, that's a lot of work to meet somebody. <laughs> it, it, yeah. is, it is, but think about it. If let's say you get going through a divorce and you want to be around people, and then right. you don't really realize you're looking. But you know, it's a whole different world when you're out there. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I have a, a different perspective on the reasons why I started doing. That. <laughs> yeah. I started doing. I started doing it when I was going through my divorce. And uh, that was uh, six plus years ago. So. And it gets you out of the house. It yeah. gets you, you know, it gets your mind off stuff. You know. It's great. It's like when you have a regular job, you have to go to that job. You do that job all the time. But if you have something to think about it while you're there, like, oh, I'm going to do you know, a show next Thursday or I'm going to hit this open mic or I'm doing that or this, yeah. it makes things a lot easier to live with. That's for sure. Um, speaking of jobs, I, I, you know, I'm reluctant to bring it up, but you had a, a business. You had your own business, and which shut down this past year mm-hmm. and, and whatnot. I, I uh own and ran uncle andy's yeah. and uh it was on the it was actually on the tv show uh, restaurant impossible a couple times on the, the food network and yeah it was a great place but when the pandemic hit and i knew you know a breakfast place was going to have trouble surviving anyways and we tried to get the grants and the loans to begin with but but no it wasn't going to work out so basically bailed out and yeah you know and closed it it, it was probably about 15 years 16 years ahead of it. Yeah. yeah. Um... I, I I have to say I feel bad because I always said to myself, oh, I got to get down there. I got to go to Dennis's restaurant. I got to see it. And, well, it was know. a great place to practice yeah. comedy too Oh, because I was the owner. I could say whatever I want. If, oh, if, okay. if, you, if you didn't like it, you know, I'll report myself to myself. And there were times that I did report myself to myself. And that one time I spoke to myself, but I don't think I was listening because I got that far away look. I really got mad at myself. It was like, I wanted, I wanted to slap myself. It was just like the disrespect I gave myself. Like, can I just have some waffles? Yeah. And then I, I couldn't believe that I wanted me to sign something too. I wasn't going to sign anything. I mean, because that goes on my permanent record and I'm not going to sign, you know. Oh God! So it was just a breakfast joint. Yeah, it, <laughs> and you well, get it closed at two. Yeah, yeah. it's good time. <laughs> Are you a good cook? Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm a very good cook. I'm not a great chef. People don't know that. A lot of people ah, think they're. You explain know, the difference. Well, a cook is you know like I, I cook like my mom. I'm a great macaroni cheese guy. I make great you know chicken dumplings. I can make basically anything, but I can't make a rose out of a, a radish. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what a chef does. Oh. You know and stuff like that. You know it's it's not so fancy. It's you know stuff like that. Oh, yeah. now I, now I know what we need to do. So so Nick and I bounced around this idea of doing like a, a comedian's retreat. Mm-hmm. And now what we should do is like have you cook for us all like hanging out in a cabin somewhere <laughs> and, 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 and we're just going to put you to work. Like, uh, so you're tell, tell so you. are, are we wearing pants at this time? <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I've been watching Winnie the Pooh lately. And, you know. Pants optional. <laughs> Pants optional. I mean, I mean, for your own safety, you might want yeah, to wear you know, hey. I, mean, I don't know how good your grill, your grill work is, but, you know, you should be careful. Uh, so it would be awesome. Bacon grease could be <laughs> deadly. But I'm a very good cook. You know, I, I, I uh, came through uh, being a corporate chef for Liberty Mutual. I was a Liberty oh. Mutual corporate chef for like 15 years. And Neat. Up, in, up in Lewiston, actually. Oh, yeah? Yep. I ran that place. I ran a couple other places and became a uh, pastry chef and a sous chef. Nice. But then I wow. decided to buy a diner and become a cook. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Learn how to flip eggs again. <laughs> cool. Cool. Nothing wrong with that. Nope. Breakfast food. Breakfast is the best meal, yep. is it not? And as a comedian, what a great, what a great shift. Right. You know, yeah. we got, I can go home, take a nap, then go wherever I got to go and get yep. back the next day. That's funny. That's great. Because I, like I used to used to see people also who would be pretty good in comedy, but then would take a nighttime job because that's how they, you know, whatever. And it's, you don't understand. It's over. Yeah, exactly. You have to be available when 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 someone says, "Hey, can you want to you want to drive to Bangor right now and yeah. and do a show?" Yep. Uh, yeah, sure. I'll okay. get you one of those roller dogs. <laughs> <laughs> roller dog with cheese. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> I'm there. I'm there. Mm. Oh man. Uh, I, I want to keep talking about food now. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't hungry, and now I was like, oh, man. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite so, food? What's your favorite thing to cook? I'm a good Eggs Benedict guy. Yeah? Yep. Oh, I'm a heck great. of a poacher, because, you know, I'm from Maine. <laughs> <laughs> I could never tell if it's a, you're going to be a joker. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not. Mm. Oh, man. But that's a good that's a good sign of a true comedian. Everything you say is funny. Yeah. When when you start when you were over at uh, Liberty Mutual, would you were you telling jokes in a corporate yeah, setting? Yeah, that's it, that's a little tougher though, right? Because uh, Liberty Mutual it was a great place to work, but it was also but ninety five percent women. And, ah. You know, I was a chef, so it was one of those things that I actually had to rein myself in because it was just you know you're going to get in trouble. You're, yeah. No matter what, you're going to huh. get in trouble. With ninety five percent women at work, I feel like that's just. Like us trying not to get fired. Yeah, basically, it's, it's like being—it's—it's it's like that being put on a deserted island. See how long you get voted off. You know, you know what's going to happen. Yeah. Just—is it next month, next year? There was the tater tot incident. You know, of '83. Oh yeah, we don't speak of that. <laughs> you, this is a, this is a safe space to speak of it because mm. no one listens to the podcast. No, no, so. Yeah, you're, you're all good. That's you're what I heard. Good. Yep. <laughs> That's, that's why I decided to do it. I figured if Tuck can do it, hey, anybody can do oh, it. Oh, exactly. That's yeah. so true. <laughs> you know, we, we used to do, uh, I tried improv for a while. Oh, yeah. I did improv. And okay. See, mm. it, it, it was really tough as a, as a comedian, you know, like to be center stage, even if it's just my time is my time. I hate to share it with other people. I don't mean to sound yeah. greedy, but it, it's really tough because what you're doing is setting other people up. It's almost like volleyball. You're, you know, right, you're right. setting other people up and then you've got to choose who's going to take that spike. And it's yeah. like, I always want the spike. <laughs> it's very hard to give it up. You know, that's, you know. How long did you do improv for? About three years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did that for that's, a while. And... That's a pretty good stretch though. I mean, I, I took a- so When I first broke in, I was a juggler. Oh, I was a comedy juggler. I yeah. can, I'm still a pretty good juggler, but not as good as I used to be. But I used to tell jokes and juggle at the same time. Really? Wow. Okay. Weird. Like, like, like how many things could you juggle? Like, a what sort of? Things? You get up to five. Damn. Wow. Could you do the apple thing? Where you take a bite of the apple? No. <laughs> <laughs> See, that was just it. I, I realized that you either had to be great, or you can't be mediocre yeah. as a juggler. So it's like, no, this is 
This is not for stage time because I was, you know, I was a mediocre juggler. Remember that show, uh, An Evening at the Improv? They, they, they have it now on um, on Amazon, <laughs> but it used to be on HBO or something like that. And I, I watched a couple, and there was one with a guy juggling. and yeah, Pick up cake, and he would eat the cake. Yeah. Eat bowling ball, he'd do everything. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, that's exactly it, though. Like, he was amazing at it, and like, <laughs> he could do anything you wanted. He was wanted. a great, a good comedian, but he was a great juggler yeah yeah he's no longer i don't i mean i, I can't remember the name of course well, but it's not the, a name the you... chainsaw and the hand incident you know the... <laughs> put a damper yeah. on it you only do so much with one <laughs> and now Watch we this. can't broadcast live anymore yeah. <laughs> i can only juggle my own balls now yeah. <laughs> so uh speaking of old-time comedian like what who are your influences who are your comedic influences well um, the worst part about it is when you're 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 comedy uh god of the people you look up to later on in life become human oh. and it's really weird because you know my greatest guy was always been bill cosby yeah. you know I'm, I'm from that mm. generation i listened to his albums continually yeah. i had his eight tracks i mean i had you know bill <laughs> well, cosby was it we had uh what what uh fat albert yeah. you know all that stuff the chicken heart i mean everything was bill cosby when i was younger and then the bill cosby show and he was mr huxtable i mean he just he was exactly what i wanted to be he could take just a story about sitting at home with his wife having a cup of tea and turn it into a 30-minute story Yeah, where you're just dying laughing, and at the end, it's just about tea. Yep. Right. <laughs> just amazing. You know, but then people turn human, and it's, it's just weird. Yeah. This, mm -hmm. When you tell people, you know, you like Bill Cosby, they're like, ooh. Uh -huh. It's like, look. <laughs> <laughs> Not that Bill Cosby. Yeah. Yeah, I like the old Bill Cosby. Yeah, before, you know. Yeah. Before he got caught. No, be, no. <laughs> before. Before. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is true uh for for younger generations now it's like it's louis ck and uh people like you know something like that that you know it's well he's, everywhere. he's not done either you know so you no, know anything but, can happen you know your opinion can change for people yeah anybody anybody right i i think i'd be pretty heartbroken though if i think like if a jerry seinfeld came out as oh like, yeah you know, <laughs> as a serial killer <laughs> a serial or something killer, like that, yeah, right. that somebody be... poisoning ice cream for children or yeah you know I, stuff like it just That'd be hard. You never mm. saw it coming. Never saw it coming. <laughs> you don't. That's a problem. Is is you think you think about these people as you know any real. Oh, if you did see it, I'm really not going to say anything because you know. Yeah, I'd be like, that's, <laughs> Dude, it's that's, Jerry Seinfeld. It's, it's, you know. he's, so, he's so damn funny. <laughs> Have you ever wondered? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's coming on the podcast anytime soon. No, so. no, not anymore. Not after that. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's, it's been a, it's been a pretty rough year for yourself personally. Um, I mean, well, we don't have to talk about it, but. Well, it's been tough first off with the, with the virus, you know, then it yeah. killed, then it killed the comedy because we were on a roll. I mean, yeah. all of us was basically, you know, on a roll going through comedy. It was almost, we forgot how good we had it. We could go basically anywhere. Right. And do shows, you know, it was, yeah. it was crazy. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, this will be back in no time. And then it was like, you know, a while and it just crashed down and. It's just now beginning to open back up, but even now it's kind of like, uh, are you allowed to like, like shake their hand? You know, how do you, right. you, you go into places that normally you would try to sell out, you know, and it's like, oh, we can only do this many people and you can't, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. Tough. It is real tough. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, was it a couple of weeks after I closed a diner, I, uh, my wife talked me into getting a, you know, a checkup because I have kidney stones mm -hmm. and one of the kidney stones wasn't passing well. So they did one of them MRI things. And, and the guy was like, uh, well, a little pass. It's just, uh, aggravating your cancer. And it was like, <laughs> my what now? Huh? What? My, you know, my, my. Like, and the guy just, oh, and it, it was, it was almost humorous. The light bulb in his head when he realized that, oh, 
you 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 don't know this. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, and then that's how I found out that you know I I had I had pancreatic cancer and liver cancer, and they're like, um, would you like to schedule another appointment? I'm like, yeah, yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> so I spent the last year, or so you know, doing chemo, going down to uh, Boston, doing the. Uh, trial thing and, and it's working out pretty good I'm, I'm, okay. I'm actually winning this fight it's doing pretty good excellent and, uh, great great i'm not beating all a cancer just mine you know so you know, not, <laughs> I, don't, I don't make you know i'm not making plans for other people i'm just <laughs> saying that. you're on your own over there yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> i'll 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 wave you know <laughs> and i lost my hair because you know chemo doesn't like hair for some reason isn't that weird you know and when people go you're gonna lose your hair you go yeah you know, I get that, but no, you don't, you don't get that. Uh, <laughs> you don't, don't get, get that. It. You know, and then other people who are bald go, you know, I, I haven't done it here. It's like, yeah, but you got eyebrows, right? You got, you know, you, have you ever got out of the shower and look like a 12 year old boy? You know, I'm just saying, <laughs> everything is gone. It's not like losing your hair was like, you know, like, you know, encouraging you not to do chemo. I was like, oh, I don't know. I'm like, uh, am I going to lose my hair? Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. That's like, uh. You did have a really good mustache though before. Ah, I worked on that porno stash for a long time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had a lot of people, little, you know, I had Tom Selleck, you know, to idolize. I had people with, like, with stashes, man. You are very old, aren't you? <laughs> I am. <laughs> Hey, he was also on Friends, so shut up. That's true. Good point. Good point. Yeah. Good point. I forget about that. Yeah. <laughs> and then my, uh, and then about what three months ago, I got actually caught COVID. Yeah. And I was sick for like a week. I lost my, you know, sense of taste and stuff like that. And uh -huh. and, and my and I told my wife, I said, I don't know what I worry about more: my losing my hair or losing my taste. And she goes, Well, right. the way you've dressed lately, I didn't think you had much taste, anyway. So it's like, it's like hey, 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 come on! Now. But the hair's coming back slowly, you know. Yeah, good, okay. excellent. They actually allow me to take the summer off without chemo, so oh, nice. I'm, I'm that far ahead. But excellent. that's because of the accidental. They found it, you know, accidentally by checking for the kidney stones. They never would have noticed it. I, I never would have had any symptoms or anything for probably about eight nine months. But by then, it would have been huge. Too far. Wow, that's crazy, oh, man. So you just never know, you know. So you have to go to your doctor. Damn it. And, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Or you just have to be lucky. Yeah. You know, that's just it. You know, you can go to your doctor all the time, but you know, if you're not lucky, not to, not to get into HIPAA violation or anything like that. But like, how long had it been since you've been to the doctor? I don't go to the doctor. And that and no, that's... I, they seem. Probably the last one was a vasectomy, and that was hundreds of years ago. <laughs> oh and that God. was only because, it, and in comedy, you get certain gifts of comedy. You, you know, <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> you, you, you graduate, you know, you get your jokes about being single, you get your yeah. jokes about being married, you get your jokes about kids, and then when you get enough kid jokes, all of a sudden somebody goes, hey, it's time for your vasectomy, so you can, so you can write another joke. five minutes about <laughs> oh, your vasectomy yeah. jokes. And right. Then you do that for a year or two, and then you realize, ah, there's no sense, you know, and you move on to your next gift. Uh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, See, like I was getting, I was getting cruise ship handsome. So I was at that age where I was beginning to like pick up women at the cruise ships because I was looking good in the fifties to sixties. <laughs> then I figured it was going to be nursing home next, you know, stuff like that. But without hair, it's kind of tough. That is, that is a rough one, but you probably could. So that, that brings me to a bigger, so do you think comedians are able to handle all of these things better because we have the ability to find the bright side of things, the humor to things. I think, I think if you get stage time and get to talk about it, it's like therapy, like everything yeah. else. Once you break it out, it's, it almost isn't as bad, you know, cause when you're holding it into yourself and you feel, you know, you're only talking to people, but once you begin to, you know, this is what it is and you throw it out there and then you start yeah. to write about it, things like that. And then I've written at least 20, 30 
sick dead jokes is what, is what I'm saying. <laughs> but I, my wife doesn't like them, so I don't, you know, I, I, I do a couple of them, but that's about it. But, yeah. Hmm. No, she's not at all the shows. No, she don't like any of my jokes. I, mean, <laughs> I don't think you've ever seen it. I don't think anybody's seen my wife, probably. Oh, probably not. I, I don't, I know I haven't. When, when I used yeah. to do, we used to do a circuit of the uh, casinos in the area. I used to do, she went to all the casino shows. Okay. She went to Vegas when we went to the Vegas shows, but... After that, she was like, no, because she, she's going to hear the same thing all the time. And she's going to hear the same other people all the time. Cause yeah. we do that too. Cause we put up with it cause we love the comedy stuff, but sometimes right. it's tough when you start to bring a friend or a girlfriend or whatever, or your wife at first, they're like, wow, this is cool. But after a while, I was like, so Dennis is going to be there again. <laughs> <laughs> like, who who else? Is there anybody I haven't seen? I was like, no. So, hmm. Sorry. No, I'm not going. <laughs> so I really just got to sit in the back and hear you guys say yep. the same jokes again. Uh -huh. right. Yep. <laughs> and you know you don't like him, but you pretend you do. <laughs> <laughs> but do you think do you think that comedians have a, a better way of processing because of the way they view the world? They they have a better way. Like you get that flat tire yesterday. Like uh, were you completely off the rails, pissed off, or oh no, or were you just like, yeah, this is this is actually. Uh, not a good thing, but like, you know, I can handle it because I know how to. Not only find that, the right because, but it becomes a chance to actually have a, yeah, a good story if you do right. it rightly. Becomes, yeah, anything can happen, and you know, you know, I've, I've, I've actually can write jokes like that. It's kind of stupid because then you start to think about it. Yeah. Then you realize that you probably shouldn't have smoked that last joint before you got the flat tire. <laughs> <laughs> you sit on the side of the road going, flat tire. <laughs> And that's another thing is, you know, I've always been a pot smoker, always have been. And, and now with the cancer, it, it's actually one of the best things, you know, I actually don't smoke that much anymore, but it's, it, it relieves like after chemo, it's just so much better. Cause they used to give me all these medicines to stop the side effects from the chemo, like the nausea, you know, I'd get dizzy, my, I get cramps in my legs and I, you know, I just can't sleep at night and I don't eat. They give me pills, and then I would get sick from the pills that they would give me to make me not sick from the chemo. And it's just, Jeez. So, so I finally just, you know, I, I stopped doing all those pills. I just did the chemo, and I just, you know, smoked pot when I needed it. Yeah, it, the and that stuff helps. went away. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying it cured anything, but it may, you know, sometimes you forget that you're sick. Yeah, <laughs> you forget <laughs> where you are, you know, but you forget where you're sick. You know, I'm not nauseous. I can eat, you know, a bologna sandwich without, you know, cutting the crust off. <laughs> yeah, if you can eat a bologna sandwich, then it is a miracle drug. Because right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I get I get sick when I eat bologna. <laughs> it feels like, especially yeah. when you got kids and you got to bite a face into it before you eat it. <laughs> See, you are a chef. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not just um, anyone can do that. That's good. <laughs> you're. <laughs> oh my god. You're you're a grandfather now. Yep, uh, I'm a grandfather. Of, uh, five grandkids. Five grandkids. And, yep, four regular kids. And are you the good uh, trade? That's pretty good. Yeah, yep. yeah. Because grandkids are better than regular kids, mm -hmm. right? Just means I breed well in captivity. <laughs> 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 and it, and it's tough being a uh, child of a comedian. It really is. Well, I was just going to ask. Uh -huh. Yeah, because you know you you try you try not to laugh because I laugh and I've always laughed in situations where it's awkward. Mm -hmm. And I I. All through high school, I would get in trouble for that. You know, that wipe the smile off your face. Do you find something funny? And it's like, you know, the, the <laughs> you more you it. say that, yes, I'm, I'm finding stuff, you know, funny. And it's just every like, single minute of every day. Yep. And, <laughs> and you know, when, like when your son gets called into the office and you have to leave work and you get down there and come to find out that he was 
shaking his butt to the national anthem. And so, you know, it's like, True story? Huh? Yeah. It's like, you know, do you want a child who would not? Shake his butt. You know, let's yeah. just say, come on. Exactly. Got, you know. my, was was my he having son, fun? Yeah, yeah. it's good. Yeah. Okay. My son's nine and he's in fourth grade and I, he doesn't get in trouble. It's like, come on, man, do something. Like, like, <laughs> go to the principal's office at least once. <laughs> Not in trouble, but do something interesting. You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, like make, make it worthwhile, man. You're yeah. only going to be there once. So. But, but yeah, it's been like that, you know, and then it, when they do do something bad, it, it it's tough because, you know, you get angry and stuff, but. You also find the humor in the side, you know, things like that. Yeah. I'm not a very strict guy. I, so. I can't picture you being a strict guy. I, I, are you their favorite grandfather? Yeah, are you their funniest <laughs> grandfather? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not oh, two yeah. ways about that. Uh, we have one rule with me, and that's don't die. <laughs> you could get hurt. You know, things could happen. Just yeah, no, blood you know, is okay. Yeah, just, uh-huh. don't, just yeah. don't die. We have to bring you home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, my, my, my parents, I, uh, I have two kids, and my parents always say that, like, you know, uh, my daughter's now old enough to sit in the front seat, and I'll let her sit in the front seat in my car, but in my mother's car, there's no, no way. way. She's like, if, it's, if anything happens and she gets hurt because she's sitting in the front seat, I'll never be able to live this down. No. And that, or that. <laughs> Besides, like, she'll be chopped when it, it's a quick stop. He's like, chop, chop. Forearm to the chest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just tell my daughter, it's like, it's better, just don't fight it. You know, you yep. she's even taller than my mother. Like, <laughs> She's like, I'm bigger. I could drive the oh, car wow. for crying yeah. out loud. <laughs> Do I need to sit in the booster seat too? Come on. <laughs> this is a, this is very demeaning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but once you open that door and allow that the first time in the seat, it's it. Oh, that's it. It's over. Yeah. yeah. And I worry about, you know, when, when the boy is old enough to sit in the front seat, like we're uh, going to have. Shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to become, you don't remember what it's like, the yeah. fight for, for, for front oh, yeah. seat, you know. And what's amazing is like my son will, will fight with his kids about the same stuff. And I'll just look at him and go, dude, it's exactly what you and your sisters did i don't understand why you think it's going to be any different yeah. you know it's it just every he's like i can't understand these kids it's like oh shit <laughs> <laughs> that's all you can say yeah. right <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, my son has uh two kids and my son's a collector he, he collects uh sports memorabilia with yeah. you know signatures and stuff like that and things right. like that no i do but he enjoys it and uh he was cleaning out the backyard at what a a couple of weeks ago, and he found his uh, Wes Welker signed bas- uh, football in the sandbox that his son had left outside oh, wow. all winter long. <laughs> and I tell you what, he flipped, and it was like, oh, hey. It's part of being, <laughs> yep. if you want to have unprotected sex, you got yep. <laughs> you to deal you gotta, with your Wes Welker football. Yeah, you got to protect your balls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, Ugh, kids, kids these days, right? <laughs> are you are you a Mainer? Are you have you uh, born and raised? Well, born I was born in Maine, but I, I grew up in Miami. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Till I graduated, and then I came back up. All right. Would you ever go back down to Miami? I go down to Miami to see my friends quite a bit. Yeah. And when my son was going through a stage where he thought he was bigger than what he, what Portland was, uh-huh. I brought him to Miami for a while. Oh. Let him let him see the world. <laughs> Miami's very worldly, that's true. It's a great place, you know, it used, it used to be. Are you a, a Dolphins fan? No. Okay, good. Always been a Patriots fan. <laughs> yep, always been. That's funny. It's been a good run. Like, my son has never seen a losing Patriots team, hardly. Oh, yeah. And it's like, you got you know, you don't remember the, the, the times we were happy to get two, three games a year. It's like, yeah, we showed them, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh... Yeah, when it was okay to miss a game on Sunday. 
Oh, like right. you had yeah. stuff to do, yeah. but now yeah, like, oh, they're going to lose. They're going to lose anyways. No big deal. Yeah. Okay. I, I, you know. I got to move along. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you do you follow the team currently? I mean, I a little they, bit. They just drafted the See, quarterback. I have, a, I have a son who's very into sports. Yeah. So as a dad, you always try to be into yeah. same same type of stuff. Yeah. So I, he loves the loves them. So I know about them. Yeah. <laughs> Pay attention at least. Yeah, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It, it's uh, different to see different clubs opening up lately. Have you noticed different clubs? I get things happen. No, yes, no. No. Yeah, we no. got that uh, new one opening up in uh, New Hampshire. I got one uh, starting in Sanford at the airport. It'll be coming up. Uh, remember oh, that okay. one? They finally built a outside venue. So we're going to have a club down there. We'll be doing shows in Sanford. Oh, so nice. Cool. Excellent. You guys, of course, will be there and yeah. stuff like that. So. What's, what's, the, what's the one in New Hampshire that's, that's opening? Do you know? Uh, Wait, is that... Comedy Attic? Yes, oh. the Comedy Attic. Yep. Yeah. Okay. okay. The different, you know. So Jesus, it, I got to pay more attention. Yep. Yeah. Well, they're they're out there now. They're beginning to pop open and stuff like that. That's cool. Uh-huh. We've always thought about opening one of our own, but, you know. It's, it's, it's hard it's because hard. once you do, you become, that, that's where you are all the time. Yeah. Right. And it's very hard to be a traveling comic when you're always in the same spot. Yeah, you can't. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's, a, that's a very is that good how point. it works? <laughs> yeah. And, and also, there's something about being accepted into a club. Or being asked to do a show, or yeah, something yeah. that's not yours, because then it's you know it's my show. Then I should be expected to ask myself to do a show. <laughs> <laughs> but when somebody asks you to do something, it's like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. When, when do you, when do you plan on opening yours? I don't. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, so so the club is like one of one of our goals. So like, what what are your goals for for comedy? Like, what do you what do you want to what more do you want to do? Like, I think I'm, I don't mean to sound morbid. I I think I've actually peaked and start coming down right now because uh, I I was very I'm very okay because I had this uh, talk with the with an agent a hundred thousand years ago about what what I wanted to do and I decided I did not want to travel and chase this forever yeah I wanted to be locally pretty pretty known and, and have yeah. a good time with mm-hmm. friends and stuff like that and you know go out different nights and you know stuff and I didn't you know want to be home each night things like that and I. Mm-hmm done very well i've had some very big shows had a good time and nice the only thing i i missed that i didn't get a chance to do i wanted to try was a cruise ship i wanted to do a cruise ship or two but uh, i never got a chance because i'm also get get seasick so i didn't know if, <laughs> I, I didn't know you know if it would balance off but but uh, you know i always wanted to try that but friends might scare me on those ones because those, those are terrific, tricky and you only get cruise ship after you've been doing it for a certain amount of time because you really have to have a reputation don't just pop on a cruise ship oh okay do you know joe yanetti yep yeah he's a big cruise ship guy or was steve cowett is Is he yeah oh yeah there's a lot of guys i've worked with are still cruising around and things like that once you get in the circuit it's pretty cool huh interesting Mm. free food (laughs) yeah but you're also there yeah. So if you didn't do good, or if you did, go, you know, you're there. <laughs> hey, down by the pool, and yeah. uh. now I did the song go River Queen. That's totally different. <laughs> <laughs> but it was almost the same thing because if you bombed, you're still stuck on the song go River Queen till you dock. Right. So everybody gets to talk to you. It did did uh, did the Casco Bay Lines used to have cruises and do comedy? Mm-hmm. Yep, and so did Casablanca. Yeah. And uh, the Comedy Connection had their own uh, booze crew, comedy booze cruises. We used to do. Yeah, like that's that. funny. Where you go out, cruise around, and then stop underneath the big bridge, and and, and, and do comedy. And then George and... Ham would come out, and kill the kill the whole place. You know? Oh, wow. George! Yeah, we've talked about George before. Mm. Um, now that's the le- when people talk about legend. That's the legend, actually. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. What, what's your fa- what's your what's your favorite memory of of doing comedy with locally with uh, you know people like George and Bob and others that we used to like like pulling into places. You know, like it would be out in the middle, let's say uh, Mexico or Rumford, Peru, someplace glorious like that. You know, yeah. and and you pull up and you know you're like, ah, oh, we're really we're in Mexico, Rumford or Peru, but you pull in and you're, you're in a place that holds like two three hundred people and they're just packed to the rim and you know it's just amazing the whole place is like, almost like shaken yeah. been in one place where they didn't want to let us in because they were already over at their capacity and we're like look we don't you know we had to almost stand outside and wait your turn to come in that's funny to do the set and you know i was with bob george myself and uh they don't know who i am so they're letting <laughs> bob and george in and i'm like guys guys, guys I'm, I'm you i'm the opener and if we don't if i don't start you know like <laughs> And then finally, I'm, I'm supposed finally, to be you know, Bob had to go back and go, hey, uh, he's with us. Oh, okay. He's like, Thanks. You might want to turn around and look at the poster. This is my face. You know? Well, you're in, you're in places that are named after other countries. What are yeah. you <laughs> and, we, and we used to think about going to, I used to think about going to Boston a lot because that's where you're going to make yourself famous in Boston and stuff. But after a certain point, Boston is you know, is Boston. You don't get much time. You don't get much pay. It's, it's, right. it's a heck of a drive. The parking sucks. It's just, or you can go to like South Paris or any of these other fancy places in, in Maine and the place is packed and you get 15, 20 minutes of good stage time. Everybody loves right. you. You don't have to pay to park, you know. <laughs> That's true. It's a great time. That's so great you thing. make your decision which way you want to go. Did you guys yeah. just show up and say like, hey, do you want a comedy show tonight? Or did, were you already booked to be there? Oh, we're already booked. Oh, okay. yeah. I was going to say. That'd be pretty cool, though, like, right? We already just, got 200 people in here. We might as well do a show. We, we did that up in Rumford one time. You just drove up and yep. said, hey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, we were at the, uh, the school. We did one at the gymnasium, a big one. And, and then uh, it was one of those fireman ones where they sell the tickets and you know, stuff like that. So the place was packed. But on the way back, I remember that there's the, uh, the place that Mark was doing. It was before Mark or somebody else. It was in Rumford. Uh, the, uh, oh, the, Mystic? No, uh, the, the, the 47... Oh, 40, 49 Franklin. 49 yeah. Franklin. Yeah, and, yeah. and they were having like an open mic type of thing. And so the three of us just popped in and it oh, was just, man. the place went crazy. Oh. That's awesome. Awesome. <laughs> well, where, when did you get your first laugh? Do you remember like as a, were you a, were you a jokester as a kid or? Yeah, I remember, I'm, I'm one of six brothers. Yeah. And my mom raised us all by herself. So we, being a wise ass is not a good thing because you're going to get beat up and you're going to get punched and you know basically so it it probably took about about to seventeen or eighteen before they realize it's not just a wise ass that maybe that, you know he's actually funny yeah <laughs> that's funny. and then from there you caught the bug and yep mm-hmm. and then yeah. it became you know like I said I tried bowling <laughs> I tried I, you know you try other things but it's like no this is actually pretty good and then you realize that okay if it's going to meet up that much time it's going to be a hobby and it's going to be this it's going to be that yeah yeah you know, just can't interfere I I never wanted to have a show that I could not go to work the next day right because okay. you got to you got to support your family you, no matter right. what you got to do that yeah cuz comedy's not going to pay the bills right and I have four kids also hard to find that woman that's going to allow you to take off and leave her with four kids while you go to the bar and tell jokes for a bunch of drunken people. Yeah, because she's, she's assuming you're out having fun. Yeah. I mean, this is hard work, honey. I'm right. telling you. This is hard work, yeah. Really, I, I know is. I'm laughing and everything, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she made a mistake when we were younger because uh, I've always been, as soon as I make any money, my wife, I give it to my wife. I, I got basically, I, 
our whole marriage to this day, I get $50 a week allowance. It's never gone up, never gone down, but I, I do get $50 oh. a week. <laughs> and, uh, she made a mistake when we were younger. The first time I got paid at comedy, I came home and I gave her to her. She goes, no, no, that's your, that's your hobby money. You don't have to pay me that. I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay. okay right. <laughs> so as long as I had the other check coming in, all the comedy money was mine. Oh, so awesome. It worked out well. So. <laughs> little loophole there. That's awesome. Yeah, I yeah. like that. I'm like, oh, well. <laughs> Didn't buy a Porsche, but. Mm, no. But we put all the kids through college, got a couple houses and car, you know, businesses and stuff. She's done very well. Excellent. You got to figure out who's going to run money because I'm not very good with money. Right. And that's one thing I have learned is to know what you can do. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, I don't build stuff. You never see me build anything because I, I, I don't build anything. <laughs> I'm the guy who stands around and criticizes the people who build things. That's my, okay. my specialty, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. You know what you should be doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would have done it this way. Sir, why don't you just go over there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah it's, that's, that is a secret to relationships, isn't it? Like, yep. I've, you got to know your role. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it gets tough, yeah. especially when the roles change. And you didn't even know they were going to change. <laughs> right. Well, the kid, you know the kids are going to grow up at some point. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to, you got to, you know, things are going to happen. Yeah. That's true. Hmm. You guys writing a lot? Well, we're trying. Um, yeah. As much as we can. Yeah. It's, it's it, tough. It, 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 what I tell people is uh, don't force it, but whatever, it, it's almost like a lunar thing sometimes with me. Like a certain... It'd be like one day a month or two days a month, all of a sudden it's like, whoa, stuff is just like coming. Yeah. And then I'll just write. And then again, I won't write again for like two, three weeks. And I used to sit down and go, I'm going to write five jokes every day, or I'm going to do this every, it's like. Can't force it. No, yeah. it's, it's art. It's yeah. art. You can't do that. I wonder if there is something in the, in the cycles of uh, nature that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and how you feel too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Depending on your work week, depending on, mm-hmm. you know, who you've had a fight with or. You know what sort of other losses you've you've taken in your you know in your life that uh, either yeah. either bring it on or, or and then or you got to write it down the right way. Yeah, there's nothing worse than writing it down the wrong way and then later on looking at it and not understanding. Like what was yeah. I, what, what, what were they coming from? <laughs> you, ever, you ever you ever make yourself laugh like in the car or in the shower or something when you don't have the chance to write it down and then you go back to write it and you're like it's not that funny. Uh-huh. But, but you were you were you were crying laughing at what it was that you were thinking about or saying yeah. to yourself. Yep. Oh yeah. That's so frustrating. It's worse when you're heading somewhere and yeah. you're like, I'm going to say that. Oh, that's going to be so good. <laughs> <laughs> and you haven't had time to vet it yet, but yeah. but you, you're so sure that, oh God, people are going to love this. And then you realize they, they give you the ooh instead of the, uh, yeah. ooh. <laughs> instead like, of the laugh. What? What, 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 what? what did I say? Because Portland's good for the ooh. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Because yeah, in Maine, there's two different areas. Is you know That's for sure. Portland, where you're going to watch what you do and say, where... You say the same things elsewhere, and people like cheer you. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's I'm crazy. I'm going up to Madison, Maine tonight. I love and, Madison, and I think I can pretty much say whatever I want. <laughs> the, la- the, the people who run it, there's a lady that I went up there before. I've gone up there before, and yeah. uh, I told them I like something. I can't remember what it was, and she saved me a turkey sandwich. You know, one of the uh, 365 turkey has the stuffing, the bread, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And she had made that for me. And, and, I was like, well, all right. But what she didn't tell me, she made it like two days before and put it in the refrigerator. And that thing was I like like the driest rock of, you know, and even the gravy was like like congealed. And it was like, and I'm like, 
Oh, but she made it for me, and she's like, "Try it." I'm like, "I don't, I, I, I don't eat before I go on stage." <laughs> Especially this. Oh my goodness! <laughs> the bread was like, you know how you put bread in the refrigerator? It's like it's just after that. It's like, yeah, oh, it's no good. Yeah. Yeah. It was a, it was a, the, the thought was nice, right? Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was a nice gesture. And see, that's one of the bad parts about being a cook is when you realize when it's crap. <laughs> <laughs> that's that is a good point. Yeah. Don't ever have me make you anything then, because <laughs> it's like, oh, oh yeah, that's a good joke. Great. Do you, do you put your foot in your mouth often uh, with 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 going like you were saying like on the way to something and you go like oh I'm gonna say this and is that a, is that a an affliction that you have that uh... no I I usually pretty calculated on what I say okay. and do I, I try to when I was younger I didn't care who I aggravated but as you get older the bookers that are around that you're gonna need for years and yeah. years and you may you know. You may not agree with some of the stuff they do, and you may not agree, but we're all doing the same thing. We have different levels of what we do. And, yeah. you know, I don't believe when I was younger, when I worked, my boss was always right, but I always did what I was told. You know, things yeah. like that. Yeah. And comedy's like that, too, because when you're running the room, a lot of people think, well, it doesn't matter what he says. He's going to have me back. It's like, no, it's not the way it goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. Because mm-hmm. I've been in places where they'll actually tell you what, you know, just don't, just don't say stay off these references and stuff, which is no big deal, but of course they have to bring them up. Well, he said, I can't do this. So yeah. Like, uh, what, 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 what are you doing? It? Yeah. <laughs> just don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, Madison t- tonight, they're like, don't make fun of the town. Yeah. And, oh, really? well, they're, well, they're trying to grow the town and you get yeah. it. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a nice little town. It's trying. Right. And they don't want to, because that's what people do. The first thing they do is when you get there, they start crapping on the venue, crapping on the town, crapping yeah. on it. It's like, mm, we've heard it. Yeah. Move on. Yeah. Or well, they actually already already know the joke. The people that yeah. live there, they know. Yeah. You know, they're not they're not stupid about it. So mm. you got to pick a town around there that yeah. they that they hate. That's what I was thinking. Like, yeah. I'll just make fun of Lewiston. No, that's too far. The Skowhegan <laughs> seems Skowhegan. to always be the. If you go near Bangor, Skowhegan is the pick on. <laughs> that's easy enough to remember. Yeah. And then if you go up past that, it's Holton. Everybody hates Holton. For some now I was born in Presque Isle, so, oh, so you know I, you know I, I can make fun of Holton. Yeah. I, I can make fun of Presque Isle too. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm certain. I'm 100 percent positive. No one in Presque Isle is listening to this. <laughs> we used to make that trip twice a year up to. Yeah. Uh, uh, it was terrible. Van, Van <laughs> Buren, and then we'd do Holton and Presque Isle. So you, I mean, was it terrible because no one was there? Or oh, was, the people were there, packed. But it was. It's just amazing because you'd go there and you're thinking to yourself, there's. It's not going to be anybody up here. We're in the middle of nowhere, but yeah, packed snowmobiles all around the place. You know, stuff like just just hanging off the rafters. It's just amazing. And then we try to get it uh, one place and we go to Dunkin' Donuts, and they were lady was closing up at six o'clock. It's like, hey, what are you doing? Oh, well, it's a comedy show in town. It's like, well, we need coffee, okay? Because in order for there to be a comedy show, yeah. there needs to be some coffee. Oh man. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's an interesting interesting area of the state. Um, and you say yep. there's there's two different areas of, mm-hmm. of Maine. There is, but there's there's a th- almost a third area, and that's that's right. way up north. That mm-hmm. uh, it's hard to get to. It's it, it is. I can't. You've gone up, you go up twice a year for comedy. That's, yep. that's impressive. It, you can go up one way in the summertime, but you can't go that way in the winter time. You can yeah. go the, you know it's just oh really? It's like going back in time. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, I wouldn't take that road in the winter time, and the snow. Snow banks are actually higher than your car, so it's like you're driving through a tunnel. Yeah. Oh goodness. Okay. Yeah. And That's you're thinking, well, I'm going to see stuff, but no, all you see is snow banks. <laughs> <laughs> and in the summer, it's just trees <laughs> or a field. It's just a huge field. When I was up there with James, really? uh, 
he actually turned uh, down a snow snowmobile path instead of a road. We didn't notice, and oh. we just turned because it's ba- as big as the road. It's just uh-huh. as clear. And we turn, and his snowmobile's coming at us. And the guy's like, "What are you doing?" And we're like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa. We, we had to back know. up. <laughs> it helped that we had uh, New York plates, you know, on a rental car. So oh, yeah, you know, of course, they hated us before we get there. <laughs> Who are these jokers? Yeah, <laughs> little do you know. <laughs> I don't know. You're paying to bring your girlfriend to us. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny. We have a segment on the, the podcast that, that's called Curse the Darkness. And there's a, an idiom that goes like, um, I'd rather light a candle than curse the darkness. Uh, so like, you know, you'd rather do something about issues or, or instead of just complaining about it. But in opposition to that, we'd like you to you know, throw out anything that you want to actually complain about that you don't have any any plans for, for fixing or uh, making any efforts to... Yeah, yeah, now that you bring that up, there's, yeah. it, it really aggravates I live in the city, and it aggravates me that they allow squirrels just to run around without, like, <laughs> tags or anything like that. No no harnesses, leashes, what? or collars. Okay, I've got my dog on a leash. He's being a good dog, and these squirrels are running around, and they're zipping... And I don't even want to get into the point that they're not wearing pants, but what I'm saying is these squirrels taunt my dog and, and they just, you know, it's not right because I let them off the leash and then people think I'm the bad guy when he grabs a squirrel or two. Now, these, these are real squirrels, not cartoon squirrels? Well, <laughs> this is, they're about the same. Okay. All right, so we're going to get real squirrels in, in Portland. Yeah, at least, okay. at least make them wear tags or something because that way you know they've been, you know... If they're in Portland, they should pay taxes. Okay, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah housing. There's housing's at a premium, mm-hmm. and these squirrels need to chip in. Yeah, or chip in, Dale in. Oh, uh, sorry. <laughs> also, oh my god, can you imagine like 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 if if scientists from the University of Maine were coming down to Portland and, and tagging squirrels <laughs> like they do with the sharks and yeah. just chasing squirrels all around the park? <laughs> yeah, tagging them and. What they do is they put a hose in their mouth or something like that, so they run con- constantly. So they... <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Jesus. That's oh, pretty man. good. Well, Dennis, thank you very much. Oh, for, thanks for, for having me. It's a lot of fun. This has been great. Thank uh, you. Uh, maybe next time we'll be uh, in the the upper, upper level of my garage. <laughs> build. This is a good spot. <laughs> this, this is a works. good spot. Uh, <laughs> this is where the magic happens. This is where the magic happens. <laughs> I've seen this room on Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> Three categories. <laughs> awesome. Thank you very much, man. Right, thank uh, you. Dennis, Dennis Fogg, everyone. Yay. Thank you all. That was Dennis Fogg, and we very much appreciated talking with him. He's always been a comedian we've looked up to. Very much so. Dennis has a great routine and is always willing and able to show up at any venue to give the audience some laughs. Be sure to catch a performance of his if you haven't already. And if you know his comedy, you'll want to see him again, of course. We wish him all the best. Thanks again to everyone who listened. Tell your friends and follow Comedy Think Tanked wherever you can. Be sure to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Find us on Instagram at Comedy Think Tanked. Twitter at Comedy Tanked and our website, ComedyThinkTanked.com. Email us at ComedyThinkTanked at gmail.com. Have a nice day.
theme music was written and produced by a minor, Ralph Bergfeld. No comedians were hurt in the production of this podcast. All audio snippets of actual funny punchlines were not written or performed by any of us or our subsidiaries. Rather, they are express written bits of professionals we admire. Let the civil actions be filed. Any opinion heard, actual or implied, is that of the comedy think tank producers and their guests. Any slight, insult, affront, slur, disparaging remark, snub, rebuff, rejection, or spurning, no matter how derogatory, pejorative, or abusive you may feel it is, was not intended, but for comedic, entertaining purposes only. Thanks for listening. Test, test, test. 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 You're pretty good at that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I should become a black guy. Is that what you're saying? I don't see color. Oh, okay. Leonard, you're pretty good at rhythm. You should become a black guy. Are you black? <laughs> yes. You're actually a lot better at being black than you think you are. Uh, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I am black, but only on the weekends. <laughs>